This is Attorney Mark Green. Did you know that under the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, HIPAA for short, the federal government restricted the type of medical information that can be released to a third party? This restriction may make it difficult for family members and care providers to communicate with medical personnel when they are incapacitated or during end of life, even if you have a health care proxy naming your agent. If you'd like to learn more, give us a call to set up your complimentary one-on-one consultation at 781 792 0202. Legal advice by Mark Green and Associates of Hanover. This is attorney Mark Green. And if you're looking for an attorney to show you how you can leave your loved ones, your hard-earned assets instead of the state or the nursing home taking them, I invite you to give us a call at 781-792-0202 to set up your one-on-one complimentary consultation. We really can help you and your family. Legal advice by Mark Green and Associates of Hanover. Now, don't touch that dial, as they say. This is David. And Pam Snell of Xmart IT asking you to stay tuned for Attorney Mark Greens. So what about that law coming up next? And by the way, it's our team of experts at Xmart that keeps Attorney Mark Greens' team out of harm's way by tending to all of their IT needs. Hey, David, now that he's at the WATD studios, we can do a system-wide and network check at his office. But we can do that remotely anytime with no downtime for his team. Mm, You're right, David. And you know how lawyers are about their computers. I sure do. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Welcome to So What About That Law, sponsored by Mark Green and Associates, attorneys and family counselors of Hanover. Hey, good Sunday morning, everyone. I'm attorney Mark Green, and welcome to So What About That Law. You know, there's so many areas where lawyers can wonderfully complicate your life that I've just got to say there is a general rule to follow, and that is, if you can't understand what your attorney's telling you, or worse, they won't return your calls, get another lawyer. A good attorney will tell you what's likely to happen and why. In short, a good attorney has been there before. The advice is free, but I hope it's worth more than you're paying for it. Uh, This has been very easy for you, Mark. There's been no one to interrupt, no scoffing. Everything goes just fine. But I do have a question. What does make you so good? I mean, here you are giving advice on the radio. What happens if it's wrong? Well, I don't claim to know it all, but I've been through most of the catastrophes. And as my late dad used to tell me, Mark, there is nothing new in the world. It only happens to different people. So take advantage of me. I'm easy. And good morning, and thanks so much for tuning us in. Uh, if your radio is plugged in and all systems are go here in ATD, maybe, maybe, maybe you are. Our co-host today is our CPA, my CPA, and I guess probably ours too, is uh, Mr. John Topham of Damon Topham Public Accounts of Marshall. How are you? Good morning. Beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. John's a regular co-host and on the show, and the dates and all of his contact info is right there on the broadcast booth page of our website. Also with us today, again, is our producer engineer extraordinaire, Mr. Quinn Kelly, the man behind the sports mic here in ATD. Good morning. Morning. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing well, and you got a uh, sidekick there, because everybody needs a tonto. That's right. You know, you got to have a you got to have a sidekick there. That's Will. Will, what, you wave to us or something. He, he can't hear what's going on. Okay, all right, there you go. <laughs> I'm your host, attorney Mark Green. Yep, from the firm of Mark Green Associates. We are attorneys and family counsels located in Hanover. In the web, uh, check it out, markgreenlaw.com. There's some great info on uh, good legal advice on reverse mortgages, healthcare proxies, all kinds of really wills, wills trusts, good stuff to learn and uh, accurate, which is more important than anything else I can say. Accurate is key, Mark. It is key um, because there's so much nonsense out there. Uh, for those that are new to the broadcast, our show goes like this. I'm going to give you some legal advice on how to avoid probate. We have a, so what about that law segment? John, and it is from Texas. I was hoping. 
And it's one of my favorites from Texas. Okay. Uh, Abbott down there is. Do they, do they allow you in the state? Yes, I hope not, because I ain't going anyway. Go through Mexico. I actually, I and we've been, we know, we, I've been there many, many times. And uh, Texas, as as a geography, it's fine. How it's run by this nitwit Abbott is another story completely. So anyway, and that's my editorial comment for the day. You'd be pleased to hear that, John. I, I, I think that's the prerequisite to be a representative in the country. What's that? A nitwit. They do have to be a nitwit. Yeah, it seems like it. You know, like, it, like who's a Santos? I mean, there's a, you know, and they and they put up with it. And I, the list goes on. It, it does go on. Uh-huh. Yeah, it does go on. All right, so here we go. Uh, legal advice. What's a smart way for your uh, loved ones to avoid probate? Yep, it's creating a trust. When a loved one passes away, the last thing close relatives need to worry about is how to handle the decedent's estate. However, complications, delays, and expenses are sure to occur if the inevitable, if sadly, if, in fact, the probate court becomes involved. This can be avoided with careful planning through creating a trust. Yep, a properly drafted trust gives you the power to avoid all of the problems you have with, with uh, probate court. A valid trust ensures that your property, whether it's real estate or other property, will go to who you want, when you want. Even though the trust, quote, owns the property, you as the trustee control all of the assets in the trust. Most people creating trusts name themselves as the initial trustee, meaning you keep complete control of your property to do with as you wish when you want to. As trustee, you can add assets or you can remove them at any time you'd like. Upon your demise, and it's going to happen, the trust distributes your assets as you wished without the need to enter probate court system. The trust provides an efficient way to transfer your property to loved ones quickly and confidentially. And, oh, by the way, a will will can be read by anybody that has a computer because it gets entered into it, and if you want to read it, you go ahead and do it. So it's a smart way to do it. A lot of people do it, and uh, quite honestly, um, I have a trust, and um, so that when I pass away, that uh, my wife won't have to do anything. It's already set up. Right. So you still have control of the asset. Yep. yep. Um, I'm working on a uh, state now, and the issue is uh, it's in uh, Middlesex County. Yuck. And yeah. Yeah. One or two of them. There's two of them. Uh, south I'm, and north. I'm not sure. That the, doesn't the matter. The attorney's handling it. But yeah. uh, so if it was in Plymouth, he's a, a Plymouth attorney. He can shepherd it through, but sure. but not in Middlesex. No, and they're trying to sell the home, and uh, they can't get the uh, appointed representative appointed. Yeah, to sell it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so just an, another point on the trust. So you still have control. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but some people, I think, misunderstand it. Oh yeah. So, so just because it's not in probate, it doesn't mean it's non-taxable for your estate measurement purposes. Yeah. yeah. You know the other aspect, and I believe uh, I know a little about the law, but I leave it to the lawyers. But in that case, you have to give up control of the assets to avoid its uh, counting in the estate, which is a different kind of trust. Yes, yeah, a much more serious trust in terms of you are giving up that asset. Right. That's really for you're planning for the next generation. You know, mm-hmm. saying okay, that funds for you. Yeah. But you bring up a great point, and that is going through probate. And, ha- and having, like, for example, you said that you're looking for power of appointment so they can sell the home. Right. 
there's still carrying costs as we're going along here. Oh. Likely there's a mortgage, there's certainly a state, there's taxes, there's insurance and so on. So somebody's paying something right. out of their pocket. Right. And they're probably not thrilled about so it. So it's just not the time period involved. Yeah. It's the, it, uh, that was a very good point. It's the carrying costs, right. insurance, electricity, sure. lawn. Yeah. Uh, this has been going on for like six or seven months now. That can add up big yeah. time. And then the, whole, the uh, whole COVID phenomena didn't help the court system. No. Uh, backed up, I'm assuming. Yep. Oh, big time. And as a matter of fact, I was talk, com- talking to a fellow the other day. He asked me, when I was a lawyer, and I said, yeah, I need to spend my time in court. And I said, I used to spend a great deal of time in court. But now the judges are so used to Zoom calls hmm. that that's what they like, you know, because yeah. it's, it's much easier on them. Yeah. They don't have to look at a whole a courtroom full of people. You know, Faster. It's it, the, the, the sessions are faster, yeah. you know, and, and de- decisions, not so much. But the fact is, that's what they like. And, um, and it's really interesting is that sometimes there are the judges that won't allow their picture to show up on the Zoom, but the parties are there and the clerk is there, but they don't want to be seen. I can understand that for, say, safety purposes. Well, you security. know, I, I understand that to, to a degree, but it's hard for, as a lawyer perspective because you're looking at it and you, you're trying to judge you excuse the, the yeah. double use here. What he's thinking or she's thinking. Body language. I, exactly. Are they listening to me? Have they turned me off? Right. Are they listening to my uh, to the other counsel? So there's a real disadvantage to it fr- I, from from a lawyer's perspective. The way you describe it, I, and from a plaintiff or a defendant. I I agree. I agree. But once again, you say, okay, instead of spending four hours in, in court charging you X number of dollars, we're at, you know maybe it's only half hour. So. The, clients like that perspective it's a lot cheaper well the 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 court is drama it is drama it's it's stage uh i was working with an attorney in hingham i thought he was the mayor of hingham (laughs) you know it's absolutely true um how you act in that room to to all the lawyers the clerk and all the people really does matter a long time ago, I, a quick story. When, when I first became a lawyer, I was assigned by an insurance company to go in front of the judge. To, yeah, you had to, a real job once, yeah, didn't I did. you? Weren't you an engineer? So, yes, I was. So I'm standing in front of this judge, and the other attorney is going on and on and on, and all I had to do was very briefly answer, answer a couple of questions. So anyway, the guy got off, the, and the judge looks at me and says, you know, you're up, you know, you're on, I'll hear from you. The words would not come out of my mouth. I was scared to death. Huh. Courtroom is full, right? right? And I learned on that day, I learned, you've got to command that place. You've got to go in there and pretend you own it. Like you said, the mayor, I saw an attorney walk in, and it was Jack Atwood, walked into court. Well-known name. Yep. Walked in, and he, hey, Joe, hey, Joe, hello. And he knew everybody in the place, and everybody turned to look at him when he went in there. Now, I didn't go that far, but I turned that around and said, oh, no, this is my playground. This yep. is my sandbox. You'll I'm going to act differently. Yeah. Yeah. It can be intimidating. Yeah, it can be. Very intimidating at first, but I, then you got to got to look. I was, um, a friend of mine was going through law school, and they had a uh, moot court, and I was one of the witnesses. Oh. Now, moot court, the judge deemed me hostile. Yeah, did he? <laughs> <laughs> I was a little flippant with yeah. the judge. Oh, you were, yeah. That they, can happen. They don't like that. All right, so let's, uh, what about that law? We'll send, we'll send it out to this. And, John, I think you've heard this one before, but I just find I, it so I need interesting. to hear it again, Mark. Apparently, there's an anti-crime law in Texas yep. that states that criminals who intend to commit a crime must give their victims oral and written 24 hours advance notice. Not just that, but they must also include the nature of the crime and when. Okay, good luck with that. 
But then again, I was thinking about that. And I thought, wait a second, no criminal's going to do that, right? So when they bagged the guy, they got him on two counts, one for doing it and one for violating this statute. Now, is that ever... I have no clue. Ask Abbott. He's down. He knows everything, right? All right. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back uh, with John Topham. We interrupt this program to remind you that you are listening to attorney Mark Green. And, Mark, since I have you here right now, why would anyone in their right mind retain you as an attorney? That's a great question. There's 40,000 lawyers in the state of Massachusetts, but I suppose you got to go to one you really like and trust. And you've accomplished that? <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> and, Mark, for an extra $5, I'll give out your telephone number. <laughs> 781-792-0202. Is that the one you mean? You just saved five bucks. This is attorney Mark Green. Most husbands and wives assume they can make medical decisions on behalf of their spouse or adult child, but that's just not the case. The law can actually prevent that without legal documentation, but we can help. To learn more, visit markgreenlaw.com or tune in right here on Sunday mornings on AATD. Legal advice by Mark Green and Associates of Hanover. And if you're just tuning in, this is WATD, and you're listening to So What About That Law? I'm here with Mark Green. I'm the co-host, John Topham, with Damon Topham and Company. Damon Topham and CPA, my CPA. Certified. Certified. <laughs> <laughs> no, how is, is, is it still a crazy time now? Um, I'd say the last, last tax year, we almost got back into normalcy. Mm. The prior two or three, because it was a bit of a blur, the, the problem with those years is they had these one-time tax provisions, oh, yeah. like the uh, stimulus checks, the unemployment yeah. not being uh, taxable. Mm. Um, they changed the forms on us, <laughs> uh, which may seem like minor, but when you're going through a return and give me 15 minutes, I can be, you know, I'd say insightful, but now I really have to take a moment. And yeah. each year they changed the forms. Yeah. So it was kind of... Um, um, non-eventful, mm. which was uh, welcomed. Yeah, still problems with the IRS. Yeah, they're going through a reorg. Have they hired all those people yet? Do you know? Um, you know, they they have staged. They have a new um, uh, commissioner, mm. and they're going through uh, a. Um, oh, uh, it's called. A, you got to love these um, self-evaluation. Bills. Yes, and it's called the. Taxpayer First Act. <laughs> Don't you love that? Kind of like the Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> yeah. how, how is that going? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, and I, I read through the, um, the report, and the the problem is they're trying to initiate these uh, customer service enhancements, uh, which is coming along. I actually talked to an agent the other day. How how do they establish what? To look at, I mean, did they had they put out flyers to everybody and said, "Hey, what do you? How do you view us? And how can we improve?" Well, part of the report, and it's quite a few pages, and I haven't been able to uh, get through it all. Uh, but 
there's a number of divisions within the service. Mm. I, I just can't list them. Sure. Uh, and uh, they have their own budgets and uh, timetables, mm. and they don't work together. Yeah, naturally. You know, and yeah. you, you know, imagining how many people are there. Mm. Um, it's just so unwieldy. Yeah. And uh, and then getting everybody together. There's some, um, you know, turf wars. No, yeah, this is, this is my it's like budget. any business. Yeah, right. This yeah. is my budget business. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to tell them. Right. Uh, so, right. Um, but uh, I have noticed um, retrieving information is uh, easier if you go online. They've enhanced the call it uh, the portal for people. So, mm. so that's a plus. Um, I do a bit of work in the non for people that are non-compliant, which means they haven't filed, mm. and. Our first step is going onto the IRS uh, website. We're, we're authorized to do it, and we get a transcript of the, all their taxable transactions. From how far back? Uh, you can go back till 19. Uh, the other 18 and prior, they're a little more difficult. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's everything it's the IRS good. has yeah. on file. Mm. <clears throat> it's much easier for the client than all the documents yeah. That you know our paperless society supposedly, right? Um, and it's it's everything they have. And then what we do is we um, fill in the holes. So mm -hmm. for instance, you don't know what somebody's charitable is. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, you can find out mortgage interest uh, yeah. if it's the real estate Doc taxes, yeah. all their income sources. So it's um, it's helpful and it's easier on the client than trying to mm -hmm. uh, go through and. Especially if it's historic, mm. you know, trying to retrieve them. So, um, <coughs> so wanted to talk a little bit about um, some new tax legislation. That um, looking closer into it, we talked about the uh, state and local tax uh, limitation prior. Oh yeah, which um, I think um, you and I really haven't spoken about it on your personal. Um, and a lot of people aren't aware of it. So on the federal return, you're limited to $10,000 for real estate taxes, state income tax, and... That's for this, for 2022. It, it's been going on for quite oh, some right. time. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And <clears throat> for um, states like uh, Massachusetts, New York, California, New Jersey, uh, people with high property taxes, it catches a lot of people. Yeah, I'll bet. So... Um, but the IRS came out with um, uh, a provision in, in regards to it, and it's interesting. It's um, notice twenty twenty seventy five, and if you're uh, a, a pass through entity like a partnership or an S corp, mm. <clears throat> the entity can pay your taxes for you. Oh, the entity gets a federal tax deduction for that. Really? Yeah. Oh. So um, very um, powerful for the um, high-income people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm, st I'm starting to uh, look at it at the lower-income tax brackets. So, you know, the brackets are 10, 12, 22, 24, 32, 35, 37. Mm. So if you're 35, 37, it uh, can be powerful. Sure. Uh, they're paying a lot of income tax, state, yeah. Yeah. and also uh, they may in be in a... A really swell home and pay a lot of real estate taxes. Yeah, I bet. So, but there's a toll to it, and each state is different. So in Massachusetts, the entity can pay it. Uh, so say your bottom line is two hundred thousand. 
it pays a hundred thousand that will reduce your federal income tax by a hundred mm-hmm. but when the credit gets passed through in Massachusetts you only get there's a toll of ten percent mm. so that that's the math does it work for people oh. so if you paid in a hundred the um, uh, the member shareholder only gets 90 right okay um, and then work with another client in California in California you get a hundred percent but it's non-refundable hmm. so then you have to manage it and there's a five-year period so looking at that for more clients it came out in late 21 I believe and there was a mad rush in uh, most of the attention were for uh, my high income tax uh, payers because there was some timing involved that was very important on when you got it. Mm-hmm. So trying to look at it for uh, uh, the smaller businesses and see see how it can help them. Um, and then just kind of a little, call it a tax tidbit. So typically you could get a refund on your mass return. Mm-hmm. You may have overpaid. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, so they'll send out a, um, I think it's a 1099G, it's a special state form, and a lot of people think that's taxable, oh. but it's not, mm. depending on how you filed. So if you took the standard deduction, instead of itemizing it, it's non-taxable. And then this is back into that SALT limitation. So um, for deductible taxes, uh, it's state and local. Instead of taking the state income tax, because you're going to get hit with assault most likely anyway, you take, uh, there's a uh, mass sales tax you can take in lieu of. Oh. So as long as you get to the 10000 you're good. And then that state tax refund that comes back, it's non-taxable. And or if you uh, take the standard deduction, which is in lieu of itemized, yeah. uh, again, that's not taxable. Mm-hmm. So you just got to be aware of what the forms are, what they mean, and how it applies to you. Right. And I don't think any of us can do that without the help of a CPA. Or let's, let's take you, a quick break and digest that yes. one. <laughs> yeah. This is Attorney Mark Green. Do you know that a healthcare proxy is a very personal document that appoints a healthcare agent to make healthcare decisions on your behalf in the event that you're unable to make those decisions yourself? If you'd like to learn more about this element of estate planning and much more, give us a call at 781-792-0202 to set up your complimentary consultation. We really can help you and your family. Legal Advice by Mark Green and Associates of Hanover. Now, no one likes to think too much about the afterlife, but the fact is you should spend some time, get things in order, and we can help. When a decedent dies without a will, the property is distributed to heirs at law, according to a statutory formula. The laws are inflexible and make no exceptions. Preparing a will is complex and involves the making of decisions requiring a professional judgment, which can only be obtained by years of training, experience, and study. Only the practicing lawyer can avoid the innumerable pitfalls and advise the course best suited for each individual. Finally, a will is valid until it's changed or revoked, but it may be changed or revoked as often as you wish. Changes in the family, changes in the amount and kind of property, and changes in tax laws may require changes in the will. A will should be reviewed somewhat like having a periodic medical examination, at least every five years. If you need help with yours, give us a call at Mark Green Associates, 781 792 or on the web at markgreenlaw.com.
tuning in. This is WATD, and you're listening. So, what about that law? I'm here with the host, Mark Green. My name is John Topham. I'm glad to have you back. And he is a C- my CPA. You know, John, we were talking about um, the comp. We didn't say it, but it's the filing taxes is complicated for the most part. It is. Right? No, it is. And it's getting more complicated. Is and even though I understand the IRS is changing in forms and so on, you know, they maybe trying to help you. The point is. Most people, I, I broad statement, can't do it on their own if they're making. Uh, it, yeah, uh, it, there's just so much to you it. You don't know. That's the problem. You don't know what forms. You right. don't know what. Uh, there's a lot of lot more credits in today's tax world. I've been doing this for a long time than yeah. prior. Staying up on them, they change. Yeah. What applies? What doesn't? Mm. Uh, there's a new tax credit for these electronic ve- uh, electric vehicles that are coming out. There is credits for college tuition uh, for four years. There's a lifetime learning credit that goes beyond that. You, you take additional courses for a change in vocation. And, you know, just staying up on it. There's, there's, um, there's no such thing as a tax expert anymore. Yeah, okay? I believe that to be uh, true. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I, I came up different, and you did everything. Mm. Corporate, partnership, trust, individuals. And being able to build on that knowledge, but this the the, uh, the depth of each area now is so complex. Broad, yeah, yeah. Uh, that you know, you're you're a partnership guy. Yeah, you're an S corp guy. Yeah, you got to limit guy. your practice. Uh, and yeah, to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. and kind of going growing up through this, um, there's not as many GPs around because. Uh, you you come a become a specialist at an early time. Yeah, I w- was working for a firm in Boston, Wolf and Company, great firm, uh, best firm I ever worked for, and I did bank taxation. Mm-hmm. They have their own code. Yeah, uh, we had our own group, and I actually got out of it and went to another firm because I wasn't going to see the change in tax law mm-hmm. that was coming about. Yeah, and then everything became one big bank. Yeah, it got kind of a uh, dull after a while. Yeah, so. Well, I think that's that's also true in my profession. Where I think when you start off, you're almost trying to do everything. We, yep. you know, you, and you're not going to get good at everything. You're going to get good at a few things. So stay focused on those, yeah. because once again, our, our laws are a little screwy too. And to understand them in the practicing court and so on, and their procedures, you have to keep up with that right. all the time. So. But what I'd say about the, um, you know, the criminal and civil law, there's a spirit of the law. Mm-hmm. Is it a crime? Not a crime. Has somebody been uh, yeah. set back? So there's some common sense. With the um, the tax law, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not common sense anymore. Yeah. So, you know, you there'd be some new tax legislation, and you could read the committee report, uh, which is a discussion uh, prior to the legislation. Yeah, right. right. And you could understand the spirit of the law and right. how to implement it. Well, in today's world, it's, um, okay, we've got to raise $4 billion. Mm. That's why. <laughs> okay, but it's it, it, it's just uh, changed so much. And remember, mm. who makes the lo- the tax law? Lawyers. Yeah, for the most part. And yeah. they can't do math. No, except for you because you're <laughs> because you're an engineer. Um, so, but there's really uh, right now, people should be thinking about getting your tax return filed. Yeah. Um, oh, th- there's a provision that came out in Massachusetts, and I'm I'm, I'm thinking you're familiar with it. It's called 62F. Mm-mm. It's the return of the um, excess. Uh, rainy day fund. 
Oh, yes. That, yeah. I, yeah, I'm familiar oh, with that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and it's based on your 21 tax return. Mm. So if you haven't filed, you want to get it filed. Sure. Um, you must have it filed by September 15th, 2023. Mm. And there's about three, $3 billion coming back. Yeah. And Supposed to be. If yeah. They, if they don't hold that up, they'll, t- they'll figure out some way of well, they, holding they, on to they, it. They have started sending it out. Uh, and if you use direct deposit, it will hit your account. And if not, they'll mail it to you. Mm. So, um, right. so that will be coming out. Well, that's good news anyway. So yeah. we close it on a good note. How about that? Make your estimated tax payments June 15th. Absolutely. Do a favor. And I want to pick up on that too, John, because even though you quote want to have an extension, you have to mail in something if you think you owe them. Yep. And don't and, forget and that. And that, that first quarter payment, which is April 15th, and I know we're short on time, you want to pay that in with your extension loaded up. Mm. Because if you don't, though, and there's a, Remember, it's an, it's an extension based on some estimates. That number is locked in. When you make a 415 uh, estimated tax payment, mm. 2023, that's locked into 23. Yeah, okay. But if you pay, pay it in with the extension, you, you have some wiggle room on which, you, which year you want to apply it. How right, to. So pay attention out there. Pay attention. That's our broadcast for this Sunday. We hope you found it interesting. Thanks so much, John, for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Quinn. Will? Uh, now, I'll leave you with this piece of advice. Going alone can be a dangerous proposition, whether it's preparing your taxes or preparing a will or a trust. You are better served by getting advice and guidance from a professional. The show is going to be posted on our website, iTunes, Facebook. I said that. You said that, Mark. Yes, I know. On Tuesday. <laughs> so look out for that for Quinn, Marilyn, and for, um, I'm sorry. Will. Will. Right. That's so hard to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Will, I apologize for <laughs> take, that. Take it easy, Joe. This, okay. this is attorney Mark Green of Mark Green Associates. Final over saying thanks so much for listening. Enjoy your summer because it's coming. Have a great weekend. I see it's time to go. So this is attorney Mark Green from Mark Green and Associates of Hanover, across the street from Merchant Row Marketplace. We'll see you next week. Hope you tune in. Where are those keys? With one million lawyers in this great land, apparently we can never have too many of them. Uh, Mark, this is where you give the legal disclaimer where now you disavow everything you just said, right? Nope. You have-